ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going, people? Hope you're all doing well wherever you are in the world. And in this one, today, uh, me record, recorded? Who's recorded? Uh, me and Laura uh, recorded uh, this podcast last night. Uh, we decided to get a little bit high, to say the least. And uh, we don't normally do that. We don't normally, you know, it's sometimes, it's, we always get, or I always get told by the medicine um, not to mix, uh, not to mix the medicine with the, with the technology. You know, it's always best to get away in nature and create a ceremonial space. But something anyway came over us and we decided um, we hadn't done this before. And we decided to, you know, get a little bit high, to say the least, just a little bit, uh, to take the edge off of things and, uh, you know, have a little peek over the over the dumb monkey mind, past the dumb monkey mind, and just see what uh, come up, you know. It was one of them where we recorded this and, um, you know, we were planning on doing this one live. And we thought, you know, let's not do this live just in case, uh, just in case we end up uh, having another a live um, infinite poo story or something. You know, <laughs> we don't want to be uh, ha- having a live conversation and um, shitting our pants or something. You know, <laughs> uh, physically and metaphysically. So we decided to um, just in case we shit our pants, we decided to do this one um, recorded, and then we could look back and um, see what went down. You know, just to make sure it was there. Uh, it was a uh, TV, TV approved or podcast approved. <laughs> so anyway, I hope you liked this one. We watched it back. We thought it was podcast approved. At the time when we were speaking, we were like, can't even remember what we said. Uh, we don't even know if it made sense. We still, in a kind of way, don't even know if it made, makes sense. Maybe it still doesn't make sense, but um, I'm sure you'll find out. We'll put it out there and um, we'll see how this one, um, what happens when we put it out there into the, into the, into the collective cloud. Uh, but anyway, you listen to it anyway, so... <laughs> this is the podcast that me and Laura did so enjoy and if you can as always check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page and I'm also now offering some one-on-one personal coaching if this also interests you in your journey and you need a little bit of advice or a friend to talk to so enjoy this one this deep rambling rant um, weed uh, <laughs> on, the, on, the, on, the, on the good on the, on the as we call it uh, in the UK the cush <laughs> on the cush <laughs> Uh, on the cush um, or weed or Mary Jane whatever you call it enjoy talk about i feel pretty chill by the way me too i feel really chilled um 
Well, I don't know what's, what sort of things are coming up in your mind. I can feel like, um, you know how, you know, like when, when it like, when the medicine kicks in and that, and it sort of starts like sort of reflecting and teaching you lessons and it takes you to certain parts in your mind. Mm. It's like, it's like Shona's like one of mine's like control, like trying to control everything. Cause like when we're setting up the equipment and stuff and like, uh, doing the podcast, I felt like it was trying to, it was trying to show us how like, and I feel like this lesson's come up a few times through weed, and it's like, it's reminders of the other two times, like I've seen the other two times that I took it in my head, like where that same lesson had come up that I'd maybe ignored or something. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like trying to be too much in control. Is there any lessons coming up for you? Uh, the opposite really, it's the, it's the, the feeling like I need to be told what to do. So maybe that's why we've kind of manifested each other in that respect is obviously I like what I'm used to is having someone that kind of takes charge and, and puts themselves in like to positions. And I also feel like there's a part in me where that can get out of balance, where I kind of maybe don't take like really autonomy over what I do with myself. But yeah, I think... Obviously, it just all stems down to your childhood and what environments you grew up in. And also, it could just be personal preference. But if how do you know something's personal preference if you've never had it the other way? If you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing. Because um, I was tuning, I was tuning into there, like how, you know, what you said, what the dynamic that plays out between control and non-control to a certain degree whatever whatever that means but um I'm trying to feel if there's like is there a balance within that i'm just trying to tune in to feel if there's what's the what's the correct balance i think the correct balance is to kind of operate from a place where you don't feel like you, you need to control somebody else or you just operating from a place of um more just so you feel centered inside yourself and you don't feel like you're doing everything anything for a particular reason you're just being but in this day and age where you, there's so much this like so much um fragmentation inside your own mind it's hard to really tell when you are operating from that authentic place and if if it's not just stemming from a a, a hate altar or a hate ego state I was just trying to tune in there, sort of feeling it out. It's like, you know, when you have like, when you when you take weed and stuff and you take any form of psychedelics and you know how the, the work reflects and refracts and bounces between the two people that, that's with you. It's kind of like, um, you know, we're speaking, obviously now recording on a podcast and I could feel like how the lesson that you were given is, was the lesson that you were, that was, you know, was which was, emerging and pivoting through you you know inside inside yourself and coming out how it did but in that moment when when your you know your your awareness is a little bit stretched i could feel how that was what you were just saying there was refracting and reflecting in me so as you were saying that i was going on a trail of thought looking into 
like my mind was going on this journey scraping into like where in my life I could have been you know kind of subdued in that way or, or I could have been programmed in that way to you know to be unselfish so then the de- like the demanding nature of me comes through or you know the controlling aspect of me where I have to control but then I was also going to my mind then thinking about where was it in my life where I was you know where something maybe happened where I was out of control that scared us back into that place because I feel like that's the work you know we're always like you know things are are evolving inside of ourselves and it's like I described this to you a while before a while ago but you know like the old-fashioned fire thing that you press down on mm. to to pump air into the fire like it's an old in the northeast of England we we uh, we still use them you know in the yeah. poor and poor end of the northeast yeah. <laughs> in the coal mining business uh, that's what we do around but um you know it's like it's kind of like that you you're pressing down on the air uh, and as the air is pumping into the fire it creates more oxygen and the fire gets bigger and the, the fire attracts and I feel like that's what you were saying there is kind of like you know for me I was going like I said I was going on this my mind was running rampant and going to trying to find all these different aspects of myself that that have been hurt or damaged or or need healed in certain ways and I'm scraping around to find them memories that have created that um, created that um thing that needs healed in us which is control and trying to control everything and i'm trying to run around and, and find what's you know out of balance or what something needs to be shifted or something you know yeah and when you were going through that it was activating something in me to kind of to look at where these traumas have come from in me and why have i behaved a certain way i have to like to kind of please people or well, i think there's a dynamic within me that's definitely coming up is I don't feel as confident as I should in my own skin. I feel like I need someone else to kind of validate my existence. And I don't know if that just stems down to like a childhood of not being, not feeling like seen or heard or worthy at all and having to search externally for a feeling of of love and connection when it's like you never we haven't really learned to feel it from here first so what was coming up for me there was um i was trying to scrape around my mind why why is it that the control element for me is coming up in the work that's got feel coming up now and why is your element of like you said the opposite of that not being like um like not being in control kind of thing does that make sense it is yeah not being in control and why is that coming up for me? It felt like something was coming up in my head there that I found was safety. So, like, um, I think when you're a young child, one of the biggest things that you need around you is is safety. You know, and if you haven't got if you haven't got safety, um, you know, you're gonna kind of you're gonna seek that to a certain degree. You're probably gonna seek that when you're older, and that's gonna bleed out into the partners you're with. It's gonna bleed out into the actions you carry out. Um, everything you know yeah and that's why i think safety is so so key i mean when we've as as we've been evolving our relationship we've been finding that given ourselves that 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 womb or that safety net whatever you want to call it that that's safe space and that safe space isn't a physical thing you know it's a it's a metaphysical thing for me anyway it's a metaphysical thing it's a, something that you create uh, in a relationship it's something that you create with your friends but to have that net 
is is really important and that's why i feel like i think at the weekend when we hang out i think that that give that for a lot of people give that safety net that womb because yeah. um and that's what i feel i honestly feel like i'm probably tuning in now like and i probably can feel like why maybe that's why that's why like the dis- i'm going to use the word i don't know why i'm going to use this but that's why the word i mean use is disturb you because i feel like something is like trying to create a disturb you between disturb you between that that safe space within us all because if that safe space within side of you, inside yourself so for example if you haven't got a community of people around you even got friends where you can create that safety you know your inner systems are going to be are not going to be safety so for there you, you're gonna you know you're gonna um your inner systems are never going to stay stable they're always going to be like on high alert they're going to be always hyper vigilant always going to be hypersensitive and from that place, you can never find that stillness of inside yourself where you can explore not only yourself, but create space for other people. So that's where I felt at the weekend. Um, it was beautiful, you know, to kind of kind of say, um, screw you to that, that other world that wants to go on. And we all came together as one. And we were, you know, consciously or unconsciously creating. Because we've created space, because we've all come together as a group and we were all creating, we've all been creating spaces in our lives, you know, we've all been creating safety with inside of ourselves, been doing the work, so that when that comes together as a group, you know, you can you can cushion people's healing, you know, you can cushion people's work, uh, you can cushion people's sensitivities, um, and I, I don't know, I just think that that's what's coming up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense. Um what I've been really reading about and researching into at the moment is how trauma and, and growing up in chaotic, not chaotic, but unsafe households where you where you were never taught emotional regulation, you were never taught to, to find safety inside your own skin. When you grow up in environments like that, um, your nervous system is on hyperdrive and you're going to, and your subconscious mind associates that with home and you know, you've never known anything different, so you're going to seek out subconsciously situations that activate your nervous system in that way, and you're going to be reacting to the world as if everything's a danger. And so the feeling of safety itself can actually feel dangerous because it's it's not what the body's used to, it's unknown. So the body can kind of become um, emotionally dependent on these emotion, like states of anxiety and hypervigilance. And I know what we've been doing and what what seems like a lot of people have been doing in the world is doing the work to soothe their nervous system. That's why yoga has taken off in the West so much. Why meditation, why there's a massive awakening happening. It's all of these practices to soothe soothe the nervous system that's been on hyperdrive. Excuse me. And I think by doing that, you, you create a vibrational match to to other people who are also also doing that and they reflect back to you your nervous like your your state inside yourself so if um the people around you are <clears throat> what's the word um sort of hyper vigilant all the time you're kind of going to reflect back a hyper vigilant state but when you're around people who've found a state of relative homeostasis within inside themselves um you know you're going to re- you're going to create space for those really healing conversations and emotions and and things that were kind of shunned in the past to come up 
I think a lot of things are shunned because a lot of people are living in an unconscious reactive state and they've learned to they've learned to disassociate from aspects of themselves so then if you have something if you reflect something to them that reminds them of you know a part of themselves that they had to disown in childhood they're going to be reactive to you and, and call you a certain thing or treat you in a certain way but um once you start going on this healing journey and doing the internal work you you change your point of manifestation and I really saw that at the weekend and it was a uh, it was just really special to be around people who were on the same level or not on the same level but you know the same wavelength yeah. so I was just trying to tune in there I was trying to see what was coming up you know and it, what was coming up for me there was how how sent how our senses can be a tool for consciousness but it can also be a tool to keep, keep us it can also be used not a tool but it can also be used to to keep us away from consciousness so i was i was going to me in a point of perspective in my mind there like in terms of where where am, am I on my where where am I placing my attention or consciousness or where am I placing my physical presence in areas of my life where I'm given the opportunity to the senses to be overloaded too much, overstimulated. Um because I was kinda like I was observing there as I was listening to the words that you were seeing that was coming out of your mouth. I was in a place of like um you know, I was in a place of where I was only listening to the sound of your voice. I wasn't distracted by you know the the light i wasn't distracted by all these different shapes and all these different patterns that are around you uh the color of the pants that you've got on the My color of the, the color of the top how beautiful you are like i wasn't distracted by anything like that i was just and there's nothing wrong with that i know it's part of the human experience but i was just trying to observe in our lives how we can probably do things in our lives to to train different senses so you know that to a kind of agree, the heart's a sense. You know, we never train that, yeah. never train the heart. Um, but we rarely ever, like, separate the senses with inside of the self. So we never, like, for example, we never close our eyes. And sometimes we do, you know, but a lot of time you don't close your eyes and, you know, listen to a song. Yeah. Tend to, you know, you've got this, you've got, you've got, you listen to the song and you've got your eyes open. So you've got both you know, you've got bursting with all different pleasures. And I think, I don't know how I was taking this here, but it was taking us to somewhere to like, do a practice in my life where I actually, you know, I find that stillness in one sense. Like I don't allow all the senses within inside myself to be, to be, to be running rampant. So for example, one of that's coming to mind, mind now that I'm getting battered on is like when you have, the, when you eat food. So when you eat food, you, you a lot of times, we we're guilty of this as well. We we eat food and we watch TV yeah. instead of just being completely solely present in that one thing that you're doing. So, for example, there's sometimes where um, I'll train at the park and I'll have music on, but sometimes it's probably just important just to to be in the still, like have no music at all. Don't not don't try and distract yourself away from the whatever's coming, what you're doing, you know. Yeah. I think there's something about that and I've, i don't know i don't know what it is but that was what's what's coming up here <laughs> no i think that's important and that's something that i've been kind of learning recently is to to just do something for the joy of it as well and to to be in that flow state and when i you know i used to love drawing as a kid and recently i've started a practice where 
I've been painting a little picture and I've been writing a little quote next to it and it's part of my journaling stuff. And when I was painting one day, I noticed that I was, you know, my mind was going off. It was trying to critique what I was doing. It was trying to um, to think about something else. And the times where I felt the happiest was where I was just allowing myself to be. But I think that, I think... Ooh, as a kid a lot of us weren't even didn't even feel like they were you were allowed to be it's to do something for the joy of it kind of gets um what's the word kind of ingrained kind of out of you when you're a child and so to just sit and do something for the fun of it it's incredibly healing and I think that's just a message for myself more than anyone because I've been kind of learning the importance of just letting my inner child be and how incredibly healing that is. No, I was feeling for me that it was reflecting back in us, or yeah. reflecting and fracting, because it was like, um, you know, a day when I said, yeah, I just wanted to, it was a part of us, I just wanted to chill out a day. And I was like really trying to go back to that, you know, the, the old mode of just chilling out. Yeah. And then um, there was the other voice inside of us that, that never does that, you know, that always wants to be driving forward and stuff. And it was like giving myself permission to like, to fully be in whatever I'm, whatever I'm doing. So if I want to chill, fully be in that presence of chilling. Yeah. If I'm working, also be in the, in the full presence of working. Because sometimes it goes the opposite as well, where you, you're doing some creative work and you'll have your phone and you'll start skipping about, you know. Yeah. Um. So it's, it works both ways kind of thing. So I was like feeling that out there of like, you know, of being in the being, being in the presence of whatever it is that I'm doing and not not being half in and half out and trying to escape escape something. Yeah, that's something that I found with me. I pulled some tarot cards this morning because I was feeling myself kind of stuck in a rut and not knowing what to do with myself. And the, what the message I came up through the tarot was, yeah, your energy is too scattered. You're not being direct with your energy. So I think that's a kind of blessing for both of us. But what I really felt there was, because I see how, I see how kind of far you push into manifesting things, but you, you know, you, I think what explains that is the four Aries placements and four Capricorn placements. I think you are pretty much like a a workhorse that uh, doesn't really get tired. But what was coming up for me is like, what pace of life do I like to, to go at as well? Trying to find a synthesis in our relationship of honouring, you know, your energy, but also honouring mine and creating a, a complete balance in that. But... I don't know, it just, it, what, what it feels like is like the, the work is never done. There's always deeper and deeper layers to go. And I was going to write an Instagram post on this the other day is how you can come so far in your healing journey and you can really see like what you've, what you've become and what you've manifested and all these sorts of things and see how different your life is compared to what it used to be. And you can still get to that point that you never thought you were at and still realise that your mind's still there with you and the critical mind's still there with you. And <laughs> I'm still trying to work one, like trying to work this out myself. But it's how how do you kind of honour honour what you've done without for like as long as possible without that uh, critical mind coming in. But it's like saying, how can you be free from desire? Because there's always a desire to be, to be something more, or to do something more, to have something more than yourself. So I think it's just, 
I don't know, mate. <laughs> There's so much. There was a funny little part of me there. I was just like tuning in and it said like a little voice come up and it just went, it hasn't even begun. <laughs> yeah. That's what it said. It hadn't even begun, like a little trickster element of the work. Like yeah. you think it started, you think it's got started. That's what it was like. It was like giving us essence, like it hasn't even begun. I know. And that's, that's what's terrifying because <laughs> it's like fucking hell. It's been a wild ride to get here. <laughs> like what else have I in store for kind of thing? But uh, yeah, I think I think these are very interesting times to be alive, and I think that's why a lot of us have incarnated at this time to ride this really scary roller coaster. I was uh, tuning in there, like the because um, something I've been trying to understand a lot lately is the seek, like the element of the seeker within. Like you know how there's days where you're not feeling the work, you know, then there's days where you're feeling it. Because I've been kind of feeling it over the last few days. That I've been feeling it like. Um, it's hard to explain, like a bit of a, like elastic band with inside of the cell. So I go through a period where that elastic band gets stretched so far and it snaps mm-hmm. <laughs> and end up on the floor like a, like a spaghetti roll. <laughs> uh, past the spaghetti roll. <laughs> Just doubling around, not knowing what's going on. But then there's other times where like, I uh, take me patience with like, with the spaghetti roll or the, or the, um, or the la- elastic band. And I, and I just hold it just the right amount, you know, to do the work. Just hold it enough, like not over, not do too much, not overdo myself. And I can feel it now. It's like it's at that point of like, it's that point where it wants to be pulled a little bit more. It's like it's, I can feel it like the next levels, you know. I think like it's interesting because I went through a journey in my life where I was like, you know, I was like digesting. I was listening to loads of podcasts, and then I went for a period for about six months where it said, "Don't listen to any podcasts. Just listen to the work that's coming up." I just kind of, I don't know, I kind of feel like I just feel that next level of whatever's going to be happening. I can feel that next level. I feel like <clears throat> like all the work that I've done so far, um, like I said, I know there's so more. What I haven't even begun is that little voice there. There's so much more to do, but I feel like I'm getting to that point now where I can see how I'm now going to be experiencing something else, something, another experience or another it's hard to explain like what needed to be what some things that needed to manifest and what needed to show up in the way it, way it has in the past through the experiences I've had were kind of and it's not a, like box them up in any kind of experience but I'm just like trying to analyse it in my mind now it's like that's one part of the, the experience now it's like I can feel like the next thing coming whatever that may be I don't even know what that is it's going to be the next thing is going to be the same for everyone else yeah. but I just feel like um I can feel something coming. It's hard to explain. In terms of the work, in terms of the next level of being or next level of of what we manifest. Everything. Everything. I feel you. I think it's all intertwined. I can like probably feel the dynamic of it now, how we've got to this window, whatever's going on. Metaphysically and physically how that manifests in your life through the things that turn up, through the through the actions, um, through the things that are in your life, through the people that's in your life. Mm. Um through the things, the plans that you're going to be doing, you know, um, it feels like it's it's now like right close to this to this thing, but not just physically, not just physically, because from a physical level we can see, you know, we're just about to go on the van, you know, yeah. like the van's like right there now. Two days time, the van could be done, you know, so we're right there physically. But I mean, metaphysically, I can feel something about to to blossom, whatever that may be. And it feels good. Yeah. I can feel it. You know, it feels... I think this this leg of this moment in our lives that we're in, 
I can feel like it's going to be a leg that that I feel that's going to I don't know it's hard to explain it's going to it's going to wiggle it's going to wiggle a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm looking forward to it I think (laughs) (laughs) I think um, for me it's I I feel the change coming and there's a lot of apprehension in myself it's a lot of self-doubt that's creeping up. I feel like creep up so hard. This all this self doubt about myself, but I think ultimately, um, when those critical thoughts come up, it's it's always it's always making you um, what's the word? It's making you more excellent, but it's also teaching you that self love really needs to come from within and not from an external source. So. I don't know, I've had visions of what we're going to be up to and what I'm going to feel like when we get there and, you know, we've both had the same sort of um, vision of us sitting around a big table with a group of people and how we feel inside ourselves and, and things like that. It feels like everything's been leading to this and it's... I just, I'm excited to see what it's going to be like. I really am. Where do you think that place comes from? Because I was, like, trying to question the, the other day in my mind of, like, when... <coughs> when you we've both had that similar vision um of and for me that vision came up in a in a dream state it was a dream state i think i'm sure it was i might have been wrong it was either a psychedelic experience or a dream a dream state that came up and i had the experience of you know seeing ourselves through the through the eyes you know like through the sort of like from the perspective of not seeing my body like looking through my own eyes at the, in a dinner table and having the big glass window in the in the back with the light coming through and at a big table I felt the energy felt clean it felt nice there was a lot of greenery and it was like you know we were sitting at a large group of table with all our friends so you know I kind of feel like you know where does what what's that vision where's that vision coming from you know are we like obviously I know throughout our experiences in my life that we can tap into things that haven't even happened yet you know and probably there's multiple timelines in that direction as well maybe maybe them visions in a way as well like sort of as you start moving closer to you know maybe there's right now maybe there's a million different parallel realities all going on for for our own selves to move towards closer towards you know but as we like as we get closer to that that timeline or we get closer to that path maybe that's when the visions are activated and you can see them like a web in you like in your mind but it's not a web in your mind, for example, for the for your physical mind. It's a subconscious mind, because underneath all of us now there is a higher self that's still bleeding through us. You know, it's still seeping through us. Um, you know, it's still seeping out into our daily actions. But that higher self, the Atman, whatever you want to call it, the Damien, is there. Um, you know, people say that 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 higher self within us has has the 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 innate memory, the innate intelligence, the innate remembrance to everything. And when we move closer to the self or we alter our consciousness, we can, we can, you know, move back into that Atman, move back into the higher self. And that aligns to the visions. And then that crossover from within side of the self brings it into, into the physical, you know, brings it into the physical mind so that you can, but it comes in the form of a vision. Yeah. It's like the higher self's communication with the, you know, the higher self's communication with the, with the mind base self. You know, when you were speaking there, I was going just down a trail of thought in my mind and I was thinking about, like we were saying before, how we can create systems that are based 
based off traumatized people creating those systems basically so the, the system itself is very traumatic and I just went in a trail of mind there like thinking if we can create something so traumatic is this system what can we do when in terms of when we create systems for like that really nourish the human spirit and nourish the the body the mind the spirit and I was just going off a trail of my thought trail of thought in my mind they're like wow like we really are <laughs> we're on the, like the the tiptoe towards something really really beautiful with this uh, new age that's coming in and I really felt that at the weekend I know I admitted to, I like spoke about this before but when I said to calm that I never felt so um seeing her like just just safe around a group of people before like I really meant it and it it was it was quite emotional for us both because you know we've never had that well, I've I've certainly never had that in my life, and it was I've definitely tapped into it. I've never really had that around people, and it was such a, it was such an amazing moment and a really huge manifestation, and it's, it makes us cry because it's just like it's, it's just a, a sign that I'm like all the work that we've been doing and what the collective's been doing and healing ourselves. It's all it does really work, and it and it does like, it just leads to a, a much more fulfilling life. And what's exciting, but also scary, is that there's still more and more to go. It's still, mm. well, it still gets better like Abraham makes. It just gets better and better and better. And I'm just, you know, but every, the mind always comes in to try battle you wherever you go. And it, it can create feelings of um, like a survivor guilt because you've kind of hit this place of healing while others around you haven't got there yet. <laughs> and it's... You know, it's something that I'm really, really working with at the moment. Like, but I think that's where boundaries come in and trying to establish, you know, clear, create clear communication and relationships. And if you can't have that with somebody, it's, it's starting like to implement boundaries and to allow people to express their authentic selves more, to heal themselves more. As as you were speaking about upon that, there, I was like, you know, I was in that, I was in that what you were saying, and I was noticing how how um what you were speaking upon on um what were you saying there again about towards the end minds just started wandering off again yeah. <laughs> um, what happens when you're high what was it what was uh, it again uh creating i was talking about creating systems that um sorry when you when when good things and you, i think what oh, you were saying is yeah that's it yeah when you were speaking there about survivor guild i was kind of that was refracting in my mind, you know, because I was kind of as you as you were saying it, I was already in the in me in the mind space of myself, going like, like yeah, I've got to this point of healing, um, and I was perceiving how, like I was perceiving how, how it's, is it right that I can get to this place of in my life where I'm starting to feel more healing, and through that lens, things physical things are starting to manifest. Like, is that fair on other people who I can see around us who maybe are not in that place? Um, but as you were saying that, that was actually going rattling around in my mind like a vision. Mm. So it's it's mad just to go again. It's mad how we'll see where this one goes. It's mad how when you're in the work with other people, and this is probably turning up in our in our daily lives, but we're just not seeing it. You know how you know how this all the greatest teachers say that um, when you how everything's a mirror. You know every aspect within you is a mirror. Everything aspect within me. And how, you know, when we start to see that more and more in our daily life, um, we can use the mirror aspects to transcend the shadow, to transcend the darkness, to tra or transcend things that need to be he healed within us all. 
and I think that's what this whole place is. You know, this whole place is a is I think that on the physical level, our senses are are used in a way to to hide away from that truth. You know, through the spirit being severed, through addictions, through all these different things. But as you like, as you bring yourself back down at the surface, you know, to what's all what's always been here, what's always been here, is that aspect where everyone is the same as you you know we've all just gone through different tunnels or um modes of living or whatever you want to call it where our consciousness has been refracted or affected in a different way but fundamentally like as you know like how i see have said that many times we are our own taurus field mm. and as we move through life that thing is just refracting so i, I do i was probably feeling in, in mind how how you know, everything, say for someone, for example, someone today, um, see your, your mum come back today and she was having a bad day. Um, and there was part of us, part of me and you, because, you know, everything's connected. As you move through life, you meet different people. That, that in a wolves together and that yeah. ever who's turned up in your life now is, is obviously there to teach you something or to show you an element of yourself or, or even that, or even so just... You know, we still have free will in that, but that person is still refracting certain aspects within you, ever who that may be. And I was feeling today how, you know, your mum come back and she was in such a good mood. But that was also because we were in such a good mood. Yeah. For me, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, I mean, I'll let you ask answer on that one. But I could feel within me how I was in a, I was in a, a calm state of being. I was, I was feeling good. Yeah. And then that kind of refracted in her, you know, at the same time. I've also noticed <sighs> the same, like, on other days when I've been when I've been feeling quite shitty, like it gets reflected back. Mm. So I wonder that just ties into astrology as well as like the moon doing something on them days. <laughs> What's going on up in the sky? Is it, are we collectively kind of are we collectively feeling that, or is it just, or is it just like you say everything operating operating from our subconscious and but it's all connected isn't it i think it's everything you know like <laughs> the more the more the deeper i'm starting to see this place i'm just realizing it's just all connected it's all interwoven in in ways that we that i don't even think honestly don't even think the the human mind can like can contemplate it like yeah. I, I don't know if it's physically possible for the for the human physical based senses and mind to contemplate that like the whole picture you know yeah i feel you so I was just going off on a trail of thought in my head there. Tell you what I was going to say. I was going to mention and bring up. I was going to mention, you know, the hangout, how we've seen the uh, UFOs. I was going to ask you what you thought about it. Like how, <clears throat> how was it for you? Because, you know, it was kind of interesting experience, you know. And I've, uh, on the last one I did, I spoke about how there was bright light in the sky and it moved across the sky five times, back, backwards and forwards, and 100% wasn't a conventional, you know. So but yeah. what was it like for you? Because you were the first person who's seen it as well. Yeah, so for me, it felt like because I, I, in the at the time I was working through something in my head about the what I was speaking about before about the, like the feelings of unworthiness and survivor's guilt. And as I was working through those thoughts, like uh, that, I saw I saw that um, flash in the sky. So it kind of makes me think: it was it like a little signal from the universe? Like, look, pay attention to this moment. Uh, what are you learning from it? What like? What are you getting from it? It's actually probably something I've just pieced together now. Like I was saying that there. Yeah, like um, you know, this moment is just a, a beautiful manifestation of how far you've come, and that's basically 
wow that's actually the first time I really put that together but um yeah I just it's it was really amazing and I'm so glad we all like we all got to really witness that it's a really special moment for us all yeah well good point because then things are turning up in our lives you know everything's life's constantly turning up in a way for us you know like we just don't see you know it's giving us them signs like the further that you go down the path you start realizing how the signs are more prevalent you know some people say that in numbers um but i think this this something more beyond numbers you know it's like there is a the communication gets stronger and stronger as you go further down the path you know like you start seeing that things that turn up in your life are no longer a coincidence you know but you don't no longer just see them from the mind you know you feel them you're in them yeah. it's harder to explain you do it's a it's, um it's a symbiotic thing it's like obviously convergent focus is where you're focused on matter whereas divergent is when you're focused on the bodily sensations and when you st- when you think something rationally and you feel it it's like a blending of the two ways of um the two ways of being and that's what yoga is really great for it's bringing in those two states of awareness into alignment and that's when you really start to tune into your intuition and when those deep insights come up yeah it's like uh, the blending of the physical and the metaphysical yeah, together, 100%. the spirit realm and the and the three D. I think that's what the purpose of this place is. Is the purpose to do that? It's not. I don't think it's. I mean, it might be wrong with this. Like I said, I don't know shit, you know. But it, I'm feeling now. I don't think it's fully about you know just transcending the three D. I think it's about bridging the gap, you know, between the metaphysical and the three D, and yeah. seeing what we can do here, you know, like what can you, you know, when you've got the tools, when you've got the skills to to dance in between the two worlds, like what can you transmute back back and you know and what can you then ha- through the physical what can you transmute in a light you know mm. how much impact can you have on other people how much impact can you have on your own physical life but then how does that spread out and how does that affect the collective the collective yeah what's well, is it like dolores cannon says some people here are just here to like be activators and their energy just affects everybody yeah. and like we all like light up the room so I don't know I just think it's it's a really amazing time to be alive when so many other people like everyone we met at the weekend is is doing this deep work it's it's really nice to be around people who are really just doing the work and embodying it and it's it's exciting to see where the planet can go when we are operating from that frequency and are operating more from our authenticity rather than just a, a an ego which has been hurt and programmed and shaped in different ways when um when we talked about the UFOs before, something I was come to my mind was because you know how we we always perceive like, and I'm not saying this is not could be playing out. You know, I'm just giving an example. But we always perceive that UFOs and communication from the sky is always going to be like it's going to be a physical tin shaped UFO. You know, but it, the feeling that I got from the experience that we seen with that light move from side to side for me, it didn't feel something physical. It felt metaphysical. Yeah. Um. And is there a differentiation between differentiation between the two? Who knows? You know, yeah. like what is the what is a physical manifestation? Probably just of a, of a of a metaphysical underpinning with inside of the self. You know, or, you know, it's it's all the same anyway. You know, everything's an illusion. Yeah. Everything's of consciousness of everyone, as Tom Campbell always says. Um, but I just felt like there was an element that was playing out in that experience where it was metaphysical, like to the physical mind, to the physical presence, to the physical eyes. You know, it was a it was something that was manifesting through light but was kind of it was probably only manifesta- manifestation the way we've seen it as light because we don't have the metaphysical senses and mind developed yet to see what it truly is like that could have been a kind of form of communication you know like we've seen it as a physical light just flash and go boom like a flashlight you know mm-hmm. but you know a flashlight a light in the sky isn't just light you know 
it has like mathematical principles embedded within it you know it has it has um color it has it'll have sound as well you know it's not just one thing but we only see it on the surface is light you know and we put language on it but it's not just light you know this and then you can go even deeper and think where's that tied to you know how far does that go back where does that light come from where's it where's it refracting from how deep does it go you know is it in yeah. inside the firmament? Is yeah. it? Is it? It just blows my mind. That's why I kind of find it hard for my mind to go there. It's too. It's too far out there. That's why I kind of feel like in our lives, these things are. You know, we. I mean, when you have a podcast, you naturally try and put words and language on certain things to try and describe and bridge the gap. You know, but a lot of the times, these things. Like I was getting, getting to a point in my life. Um, I learned this over the weekend where, instead of just listening to the own sound of your voice and. Um, you know, just rambling on or something, which I'm doing now. I know, um, contradictory, yeah. But um, sometimes it's like, sometimes by putting emphasis on that experience, and like I say, there's contradictory in this because you want to do a podcast, you want to describe things to people and do your best you can. But there was something in that experience that it wasn't. There was something more beautiful than not describing it, than actually just witnessing it for what it, whatever it is. Because, you know, that experience for me was different to you, it was different to CG, it was different to Jonathan, it was different to Calm, it was different to everyone else who was there, you know? Yeah. Like, that experience was different for everyone. And, you know, like, I feel like with what we, whatever we, we're doing on this planet, whatever, how we communicate, how we express these experiences, these languages, they just don't do it justice, you know? It's like, kind of like, you know, it's like, it's kind of like you jumping in a lake, well, you know, we all jumped in the lake at the weekend mm-hmm. and I was to say that one of the people who were there and I just said, you know, what was that? Describe that experience. Yeah. Could you describe that experience just through words? Is it just words? You know, it's feeling, you know, your senses, your everything. Things are activated within you. He's probably having things are healing within him and being transmuted. And, you know, like, I think it's just we sometimes, um, you know, it's easy for us to try and label things. Like I said, sometimes more in my life now, I'm not even, I'm just wanting to just sit with the experience instead of like trying, because you know, the mind wants to grasp on everything and it wants to like, it wants to find a reason to something. It wants to find a reason. Why am I feeling this feeling? Why am I feeling this experience? And without just witnessing what is going on. And that's what's something I'm trying to do a lot lately is I'm trying to like not, you know, go to the night sky and be like, that's Orion's belt. And you see how it's dotted to the connections here. The mines and the ancients said it was up here. And right in line. <laughs> Have you heard of the, um, the Quetzalcoatl? <laughs> yeah, I would love it if you did that more often. That would be funny. <laughs> do I not already do that? <laughs> yeah. I get what you're saying. Just like, fully being in the moment, but it's, it's bloody difficult, mate. It's really difficult just having that ultimate sense of presence. But that's why meditation's a practice, yoga is a practice, because it's all it's all practice and there's no end destination. There's just deeper and deeper levels of awareness. Should we leave it there? Yeah. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a whisper now. <laughs> Shh. Yeah, we'll see you later. Oh, oh SM, ASMR now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah. We're your higher self. We're watching what you're doing. Are you on the toilet? I hope you're not. <laughs> I hope you're not too. But are you the watcher or the watcher? <laughs> <laughs>
I hope you like that uh, deep rambling uh, high rant for sure. Um, I hope you could actually understand what we were talking about. Um, you know, sometimes um, when me and Laura do these podcasts or even if I do these podcasts, you know, um, as you guys can tell, you know, I, I do let you guys in a lot, you know, and we do really sort of, you know, we we loosen our, our grip on terms of our own vulnerability and we sort of put our own vulnerability out there, you know, so that, we, so that you know, so in a kind of way, you know, you can, you can relate more and um you know and it also by us being vulnerable you know maybe it hopefully you know it opens up parts of you that may are maybe vulnerable too you know and it gives you permission to 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 step forward into your light you know in your life so i hope i mean i hope that's what's going on here um you know i'm trying my best to to just honor whatever comes up or whatever the medicine or whatever the intuition or whatever the spirit that's all around us guides me into you know that's what i'm trying to live my life more fully from that place now where I just whatever presents itself to me i will give it my best and whatever's flowing through me i will uh bring it forward you know so anyway that's all i'm going to say i love you all wherever you are in the world and you know i just wanted to add to this morning i woke up and um you know i had a, a, a beautiful um a beautiful message you know i get loads of beautiful messages from all you guys out there but at times you know when you wake up in the morning sometimes we all need that little bit of a reminder you know and there was a there's a guy who listens to the podcast called daniel um, and he's just sent us this probably about five minutes ago uh, when i woke up this morning and it was a message for him saying how the podcast has completely impacted his life uh, and sending his love you know and sometimes when you get messages like that it really you know sometimes i need them as well you know it really uh I might be giving you messages through the podcast, you know, but sometimes when I get one like that, I really appreciate all your guys' messages who reach out from far and wide, you know, um, because people who listen to this podcast, um, you know, it surprises me at times how, how far this, this thing reaches. But it is like a frequency, you know, and whatever I'm doing here, whatever's going on, um, this podcast enters up in your phone, you know, you listen to it. You may just be randomly for the first time ever coming across this podcast, you know, and this my voice has sort of landed in your lap, you know, um, but that's just the nature, nature of the, the na nature of things, you know. Um, it's an, it's the nature of the of of life, you know. Things are just turning up for us and at the right time or whatever that may be. So anyway, just to play this podcast out as I always do, this is a beautiful song uh, by an artist called Aurora. The song is called Runaway. It's a beautiful one. So enjoy this song wherever you are in the world. I love you all as always. Um, peace out. <laughs> I was listening to the ocean I saw a face in the sand But when I picked it up Then it vanished away from my hands Done. I had a dream I was seven Climbing my way in a tree I saw a piece of heaven Waiting in patience and I was running far away Would I run off the world someday? Nobody knows, nobody knows and I was dancing in the rain I felt alive and I can't complain But no, take me home, take me home where I belong 
anymore I was painting a picture The picture was a painting of you And for a moment I thought you were happy But then again it wasn't true And all this time I have been lying Oh, lying in secret to myself Running far away, would I run love the world someday? But no.